Welcome, welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast and uh Hargo. It's summer now. It's summer. It's summer now. Let the transfers begin, my friend. Ooh, and they are flying thick and fast. Yes, they are. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you Good. doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. The sun's out. It's summer. We got beer. We got we banter. <laughs> what are you drinking today? So I was at this uh, tap room. They had a little fridge there with some beers. And I got this one called uh, Squatch Bandit. Because yeah. I remember you had what a squash something. I couldn't remember the name of it. I was like, it's oh, I hope one. it's not. I hope it's not squash bandit, so I can be different, you know. Well, guess what? Now you get to try it. So I do that's get really to all that matters. It. So yeah, it's no lie, squash bandit, juicy haze IPA, tangerine. Yeah. So we'll see how it is. Interesting. I. It's not bad. But it's got an interesting upfront taste. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end, it's got a little more tangerine than you It does expect. have more tangerine yeah. at the end. It's like hop, quick, and fast. Yeah. And then it's like okay. the opposite of what you would normally think an IPA would be. Yeah. 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 Huh. So, what are you drinking, man? I'm drinking Humble Abode's Hopalino Pale Ale. Hopalino. What is yeah. that? Mm, it's a jalapeno pale ale. Oh. Yeah. Right uh, up your alley. I, I won't lie. I've had it a couple of times, but it's been a while. So here we go. Is Ooh. it spicy or is it more ho- like an actual jalapeno flavor? So out front, it's a jalapeno flavor. And at the end, it kind of like flicks you in the tongue a little bit. <laughs> a little bite on the tongue there? Yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. Not what I would expect by all means, but it's good. So give me a little spice today. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Targo, we got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of news. News, 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 news. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, news. And then uh, we're going to go over our Premier League underrated 11 with uh, veto powers. Veto, I love it. Yeah. So I know we each came up with a few people for each position so we can... Yeah. Say yeah. nope. If they we are think not underrated. someone's not underrated, we will veto. And that's pretty much it. It'll be Should fun. Should be fun. Should be fun. So make sure you check out our social media Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Links are all down below, as well as check out our Redbubble. Got some sweet merch on there. What are you guys doing? You got to be following us. We're posting some sick videos up oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I had a, a real one I liked of R9, man. I loved that oh, one. Bring I back watched the nostalgia. that probably 30 times myself. <laughs> Not going to lie. Just brings me back to the good old days. All right, Targo. Without ado, I guess. Uh, news. There's a shit ton of it. And probably the most surprising of all of them, Gary O'Neill sacked by Bournemouth. I couldn't believe that, man. My jaw hit the floor. Where did that come from? Why? Yeah. Just mean, man. It's just mean. God. Cold-blooded. and like, oh, here's the door. Yeah. Hey, Gary, thank you. You uh, probably did better than any other coach probably could have done with this squad. Uh, Bye-bye now. I know. Like, 
that's the thing though. That squad, he saved them. They yeah. should not have been they saved. They should not. We both had them in our relegation. Like we, did. we predicted they were going to get relegated and they didn't. Uh, he was replaced by Adoni Ireola. Never even heard of him. Nope. Apparently he uh, coached, what was it? Rio Vallecano? Something like that? Somewhere Maybe. in Spain? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. But man, yeah, they sat Gary O'Neill. I'm guessing it's the end of the season. They had a not great end, four losses in a row. But they were safe, so, you know, the pressure was off. But the only thing I can really think of is that their owner has a plan in place and was Michael like, this, this manager that's available, we, we want him and we want him for a while. And the only way we're going to get him is if we get him now. That's the only thing I can think of. Kind Reminiscent of, like of uh, Iron Munich situation. Oh, Iron Munich. Did <laughs> get out of get my out head. Of my man. head. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> that was too good. Yeah, that was really good. All, All right. right. Next up, uh, probably some old news at this point. Uh, Real Madrid have signed, was it Josselu? From Espanol, uh, from yeah. Espanol, season long loan. 16 goals scored last season. Apparently, he's not going to be the replacement for Kareem Benzema. Uh, but now he's pretty much their only striker. He is. And Real Madrid have come out and said they're done spending money in this transfer market after Jude Bellingham. I find that hard to believe, man. I do, too. They have to have a striker. Like, what are they going to do? Play, Play Rodrigo, Rodrigo there? Up there? Jinx again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AC Milan and Lyon are interested in Christian Pulisic who came out the other day and said that he needs a change of scenery. Cause sometimes you just need a fresh start to jumpstart your career. Yeah. I think I'd rather see him at Leon than AC Milan. Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think Rafael he starts Leal at AC Milan. Position. Yeah. And then at Leon, we get to see him with Laka. Yeah. That would be quite the one, two punch for Leon. So we'll see where he ends up. That'll be an interesting one to follow. Yeah. Uh, Luis Enrique linked with the PSG job. Uh, I don't know if anyone really wants that job at this point, but I guess they pay a lot. <laughs> That's one positive, right? Is it worth the stress? Probably not. A PSG Especially team with... that just lost Messi, probably going to lose Mbappe. And Neymar. We'll see what happens with Neymar. At least you don't have three, well, two gigantic egos in the same locker room anymore if they both go. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal has signed Kai Havertz for reported initial fifty million up front and fifteen million in add-ons. Targo, I know you'd asked me what my thoughts were in the last episode. Your thoughts? Too much, man. I think they overpaid. This is a huge risk. I think by Arteta. You know, if we see the Kai Havertz or Leverkusen days, it's a steal. But we haven't seen that Kai Havertz for some years. Yeah, yeah, he's been in a Chelsea squad that, quite frankly, is been underperforming but he I mean, did last score year. winning goal of the champions league final yeah, so that's he, it. he did i will say i trust mikel arteta so i think he's seen something that we all haven't but he definitely brings something different to an arsenal squad that needs a different type of option coming off the bench and you know it's just it's a lot you, of money if for you want to get you want to get good quality on your bench you got to pay for it Apparently, yeah. I think I think they could have held out a little longer. 
Maybe I think they probably, feed. yeah, they probably could have got him for 40, 40 instead 50, of 65. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Arsenal, they're in advanced talks to sign Jurian Timber and uh, third bid expected for Declan Rice after the first two bids were rejected. Yeah, I think they had a bid rejected by Ajax as well for 30 yes. million. Initial think. 30 million. I think they're holding out for closer to 50. I'm sure they'll probably both go for probably about 42, 43. I think that would be a steal, man. That could be it. That would be quite the signing. I could, I mean, I think it's a sneaky one too. Not yeah. real flashy, kind of like an Akanji last year for Man City. But he's only 21. So you have Saliba, you have Jurian Timber, and Ben White, who are all under 25, all going to get much better. And you could interchange all three of them. So, Looks good, man. Looks yeah. good on paper, don't yeah. it? <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it done, Adu. Okay, now this next news um, I kind of want to dive into because there's a lot revolving around the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, PIF. Uh, They are the Newcastle owners. Bunch of news involving them and Saudi clubs and signing players, but also links with them in Chelsea. So let's get into it. Uh, They placed bids, placed a bid for Romelu Lukaku, who said he wants to stay in Europe. Then they signed uh, uh, Edward Mendy from they Chelsea. Did, yep. Goalkeeper. He went to Al Etihad. Hakim Ziyech went to Al Nasir to join uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang negotiations are ongoing, and Koulibaly went to Al Halal, all for well over what they should have been paid for. You're forgetting uh, one, and pretty much and Golo Kante. Get- Yes, that's a free. So, uh, but yeah, they're signing up all of Chelsea's Deadwood really fast and over market price. So Chelsea's getting a bunch of money back. Uh, the reports are, though, uh, well, let's get through the rest of the transfers first. Uh, Ruben Neves to Al Halal yep. for $55 million. That's a, that's a yeah. lot. Uh, I would have thought he would have gone for that maybe two years ago, but definitely he's not in after his prime, last. Man, it, that's that's an interesting choice on his part. Must have been offering him some really good money there. Yeah, uh, they put in a bid for Hyungman Son for sixty million. He rejected the offer and said that he wants to accomplish big things at Spurs. I got a chuckle out of that. <laughs> uh, and then, like you said, N'Golo Kante has signed for, I think. Al was it Al Halal? Al Nasir? I think it was Halal. One of those three. Uh, and then, Same okay, the big Benzema. news. Uh, reports are saying that PIF is a major investor in Clearwater Investment Fund, which is headed by Todd Bowley, uh, which is the owners of Chelsea. And FIFA regulations state that you can't own two clubs in the same league. Or within, I think it's two or three divisions of it. The EPL now is investigating the Saudi involvement. What are your thoughts? I mean, obviously there's some interesting stuff there. They're inflating the market, that's for sure. Yeah, some would call it sports washing. I mean, if you think about it, though, the Premier League's been doing that for years. Years, yeah. So, whatever on that. 
I'm just curious what's going to happen to this league in Saudi Arabia. Because obviously yeah. the, the players, they real don't have any real skin in it. You know, they're going to make their money. They'll leave. And then what happens to the league? It could be another China. I mean, they have to get people to watch it to, you know, support it for it to thrive and continue. And personally, I don't see that happening. Yeah. But maybe. I, mean, I know Ronaldo. Ronaldo came out and said that he thinks in the next five, ten years that the Saudi league will be in the top five best leagues in the world. I mean, if they Ronaldo, keep signing players like they have been, it could be. Ronaldo uh, can think that all he wants, man, and they can put as much money into it. I mean, obviously, this league is not going to make money with how no. much they're throwing. No, they don't. But they don't care about that. But does anyone want to watch it? No. I mean, I don't. That would be my think? question to our listeners. Yeah, please. You know, let us know. What channel um, is this on? Where, where can you watch it? I guess is my next question, man. I, I, your guess is as good as mine. It's not um, on Peacock. It's not on <laughs> YouTube, maybe? CBS. No. Yeah, YouTube, I guess. Yeah. Clips? I don't it's know. Like, it's like Live Golf. I mean, the only place you can watch it is on YouTube. They don't televise it anywhere. Signed a TV deal and they took them off TV because it was bad. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I like the quote from Oscar. He said, you know, you want to set up your kids and next couple generations with money. You don't play forever. Might as well make as much money as you can now. Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of the players are signing, you know, as far as at least Ronaldo and Benzema, they're they're going to be set. And Golo Conte. And Golo Conte, probably is past his prime. Aubameyang, definitely. Koulibaly, definitely. But I mean, these are all players who their kids' kids should be set up. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know. Let's get the top the discussion going. As far as the investigations into it, man, you know, I don't know. We'll see what they find out. I don't even know what the punishment would be because with an investment fund, you don't have to say who's the investors in it. Like Premier no. League doesn't ask for it, so we'll see. One thing, what actually one thing happens. I will say though, Todd Bully, I think is a. He's a smart guy. You know, he's a business. He's a billionaire for a reason. Genius of a businessman. He spent that 600 million in January knowing probably Saudi Arabia was going to come be paying a lot of money for some of his players. Yeah. And I mean, I think their transfers that they've got so far is almost 200 million. So there you go. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Marcus Rashford on the verge of signing a new four year deal with Manchester United. How huge is that? I actually think that just got over the line. Yeah. But that's fantastic for Man United. Now they, they need to go buy a striker. Yeah. Yes, they do. Uh, and it looks like they pulled out of the race for Harry Kane. So we'll see who they decide to go for. Maybe it's one of the suggestions that we have coming up. Uh, Ilka Gundogan has signed a two-year deal with Barcelona on a free transfer. Had offers from Manchester City, Arsenal, and Saudi Arabia. Do you think he made the right choice? I would have loved to have seen him at Arsenal, but yeah, I mean, how do you turn down Barcelona? He's yeah, been at Man City, what was it, like seven years, something like that. He was Pep Guardiola's very first signing for Manchester City. So good luck to him at Barca. That Barca midfield looks scary. Looks scary. Yeah. Scary. Like, do you put Gavi out on the left then? <laughs> I don't know. Play with four and center mid? I don't, I don't know. Uh, Big, big news. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti will take over the Brazil national team 
2024. That one is interesting. It's interesting it's been announced already. A little slap kind of to Real Madrid, maybe? Right? I would be pissed. Uh, also, he's the first non-Brazilian to ever manage the Brazilian national team. I did see that. That's that's. I didn't know that. That was an interesting little little fact there. Yeah. But, uh, there's right. a couple things I want to talk about there. One, about how he announces it. What does Real Madrid do? I think, honestly, if there's a coach, a better coach out there, I bet Real Madrid would sack him. And go I get think, another coach. I was gonna say, I think literally once he starts having a run of bad results, they start shopping. I, I think they're already shopping. Well, I mean, probably. But, but I mean, I mean like I, for who's out immediate there? replacement, not next summer. But who's out there that they can even get? That's better Zidane than Ancelotti. Still you looking want, for a yeah, job? You want to get Zidane back? <laughs> okay. I don't think he wants to come back the way they treated him. I don't know. That's the thing, though. I, I don't know who they get. I don't I don't either anybody out there got any better ideas because i i don't have carlo enchilotti is one of the best managers in the world so so that'll be interesting to see how he does for brazil yeah there's gonna be a uh, lot of pressure on him for sure okay so speaking of that if he wins the copa america and the world cup is carlo enchilotti the greatest manager of all time there's a big what if there man and that's years if, away but if can always speculate. If he did manage to do that, I don't know if I would say all time, but he would be in the conversation, yeah. Yeah. It buys him a ticket, a seat at the table. That's for it sure. does buy him a, a seat at the table, that's for sure. Uh, Rafa Guerrero has joined Bayern Munich on a free transfer after his contract expired at Borussia Dortmund. Uh this Dean, is my yeah. surprise face. Oh my gosh. He went from Dortmund oh to gosh. Bayern Another Munich. Another Dortmund player went to Bayern Munich. <laughs> Whoa. No one surprise. saw that coming. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. And Jekko left Inter Milan and joined Turkish side Fenerbahce. Interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, for, I mean, he's 37. He's not young. No. I would have thought he would have gone to Saudi Arabia with everybody else. Right. <laughs> But Turkey, okay. All right. Uh, Sergio Busquets has joined Lionel Messi at Inter Miami. This is my shock face. That's yeah. your shock Jordi, face? Jordi yeah. Alba will be next. <laughs> uh, yeah, reuniting them from their days at Barcelona and let the feel-good factor begin. Inter Miami, last place in MLS. So, I'm curious to see how far they jump up or if they do. With They'll definitely have... The highest ticket prices and the best fan attendance for the rest of the season. Uh, And you probably will have to count the people standing outside the stadium since they don't actually play in their own stadium. If only I was a scalper in Miami right now. (laughs) Oh, God, he makes so much money. Uh, Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Chelsea on the verge of signing Nicholas Jackson from uh, Villarreal. His medical takes place or took place on Sunday. After they activated his release clause, like you guys heard here first, certain person said it would be a good <laughs> signing for them. We'll see if it's a good signing. He's uh, young, last though, week, man. I, I, I thought they'd go for someone a little bit more uh, proven, maybe. Proven? Yeah. Yeah. A little more prolific, maybe. Yeah. But we'll see. And he's still young. He's 21. So at least he's got that going for him. He's a big guy. He's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, so... And last but not least, Marcus Turam is signed for Inter on a free transfer from Borussia Mönchengladbach. 
good signing for them. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. it, it is a good signing. Yeah. I know. He's probably worth what? 50, 60 mil. I don't know if I'd go that high. I'd say, yeah, 40, 50, somewhere around okay. there. Still the 50 million player for free. Uh, to partner Lotaro Martinez up front after they lost two strikers in this transfer window. So see if they get another Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> anyway, I think he's going to go there. Yeah. They're trying, man. They're trying. They're trying. But Chelsea don't want to win. Yeah, I, I, tell, I don't know if Chelsea can be able to get rid of him. His wages are too damn high. All right, Targo. The time everybody's waited for for the last 20 minutes. Premier League underrated 11. I'm actually really excited to do this. I'm excited about the veto power, man. Right? Right? I'm very excited. So, Targo, let me have your underrated 11. I'm going to get my veto button ready. Okay. So, my formation is a 4-3-3, FYI. For my goalkeepers, my number one choice, underrated goalkeeper, is David Raya. So for this one, he's so good. He's so good. Unfortunately, he I think Brentford only rate him at like 30 mil. Something like that, yeah. I don't know how. Underrated, that's why. Yes. So I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> okay. I wanted to veto it, but I have to agree with you because I don't understand how more teams are going after this guy. I don't either, man. He's so good. He led the league in saves last season. And a Brentford team that, at home, were next to unbeatable. So, yeah. So, he had 12 clean sheets in 38 matches. uh, 46 goals against. He had 154 saves out of 197 shots on target, which is a 77% save percentage. Yeah. Fantastic. It's insane. It's nuts. Yeah. The man is a high-flying acrobat that just literally turns into a brick wall. Just confidence, too. Like, you can tell he's confident back there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope he stays at Brentford, but I doubt it. They probably I doubt it, too, yeah. Probably so, my other two for honorable mentions were Burn Leno and Jose Saw. Leno from Fulham, yeah. Jose Saw from Wolves. I will say one of the signings of the season, Burn Leno. Yeah. Or at least bargains of the season. Bargain is having a Arsenal great way to selling him for $5 million. Is that all? I thought that was like fifteen or something. It was five. It was stupid with add-ons, but still, it was the the cheapest, dumbest transfer I've ever heard of, and still pissed me off how cheap Arsenal sell their players. It's insane. They kind of do, yeah. Yeah. All right. So my right back, I have Kenny Tete from Fulham, twenty-six year old. See ya. A thumbs up, or I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give him a thumbs up. Yeah. He's pretty under the radar this season. He was very under the radar. But that Fulham team, man, they performed real well. Yeah. Especially at the beginning of the season. Oh, God. They were so, they were on fire. They were. Yeah. So we played in 31 matches. He had one goal and five assists. So not bad. Pretty, that's a fantastic amount of assists for a right back. Oh, yeah. For, For a right back. It's nuts. Um, his best tackles is he was in the 91st percentile for tackles, 97th percentile for interceptions, 94th percentile for blocks, and 84th percentile for clearances. So defensively, yeah, I think the 90, fantastic. 97th percentile for interceptions, that's nuts. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Very underrated. So my honorable mentions then go to Ben White and Pascal Gross. Had a hard time putting Pascal Gross there because he played everywhere for Brighton, yeah. man. He did. <laughs> but he did play right back for him. So I he did. Put him as an option. We'll see. All right. So my center backs. My first one, I got to go with Ben Me. Veto. Vetoed. Okay. <laughs> He's one of Brighton's best players. He is, in Brentford. my opinion, he's not <laughs> Brentford. That's what I meant. I get him mixed up all the time, and I know exactly what I'm talking about. It's weird. Uh, but Ben Mee is fantastic. I love watching him play. He is not underrated at all. I think that he is very good and gets the respect he needs. And all right. Well, I'll move on to my second option, Fabian Schar. Yeah. Sven no Botman got here. all the credit. Fabian Schar, I feel like, was yeah. overlooked, but he mm-hmm. was his defensive partner and the best defense in the Premier League. So you're yeah. allowing me to keep him, huh? I'm allowing you to keep him, yes. All right. Mostly because Sven Botman gets all the praise. He is really good, but Fabian Schar should get more credit than he gets. I think so, too. So he played in 36 matches. He had one goal and three assists, 14 clean sheets. And the guy was a monster in the air. He was in the 90th percentile for aerial duels one. Have you seen him? He's a monster. He's huge. He is huge. Uh, For clearances, he was in the 91st percentile. And for blocks in the 82nd percentile of all Premier League defenders. So fantastic. As we know, Newcastle's defense was amazing. He was part of it. Yeah. My other center back, I'll go with a different Brentford center back. Ethan Pinnock. Keep it. Yeah. 100% agree. So the 29-year-old played in 30 games. He had three goals, 10 clean sheets. And the guy was very good attacking. He had a lot of touches in the opposing box. Yep. Uh, He also played a lot of forward passes, progressive passes. For clearances, he was in the 99th percentile. And for aerial duels one, he was... In the 97th percentile. Yeah. He's a stud. stud. So, fantastic defender. He was Ben Mee's partner. So, that's that's who I got for my center backs. Okay. For my left back, I do have a feeling you're going to veto this one. It's Nathan Ake. Yep. <laughs> okay. 100%. 100%. I mean, the guy won a Champions League. FA Cup and a league title this season, and he gets all the credit that he deserves, but he is not underrated whatsoever. I figured he was. Pretty sure, pretty sure he was left back for the team of the season also. Was he? Not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so my other left back then is Pervis Estupian. Yeah. He is amazing. Came out of nowhere this season, and I would say he's one of Brighton's best attacking threats, not just on defense. He, he gets up that sideline, doesn't he? Yeah, with him and uh, Sully Marsh on the right side, man. A great partnership. So, yeah, totally. I agree. All right. So, Stuvion, he had 35 games. He had one goal, five assists, 10 clean sheets. Passes, man. His uh, best stats are in passes and passes completed. He's in the 88th percentile. Uh, for crosses and successful crosses, 
He's over 84% and key passes. He was in the 87th percentile. Which is impressive because those are chances that are created that could have, should have been a goal. Yes. So. All right. So moving on to my midfield, we'll start with the sort of the more defensive end of it. Chao Polina from Fulham. Yeah. Guy um, came out of nowhere this season. He did. He did. And apparently Fulham slapped a $90 million or million pound price tag on him. That's insane to me. I don't think that he's worth that much, 90 million. Damn 90. Yeah. Well, apparently they just don't want to lose him. Like, Hey, if you want to pay that much, go for it. But otherwise we want to keep him. I agree. He is very underrated. So the 27 year old, he played I think 35 he won, matches. Uh, player player of the month once or twice. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he had three goals. Um, he got a lot of cards though. This season. Yes, he did. <laughs> He was yes, in the 89th percentile for cards received, but interceptions, but reason why. ground duels, aerial duels. The guy did fantastic in all those areas. He's a, he wins you the ball back. That's, that's yes. what he does. Yes. I mean, he was in what the 99th percentile in tackles. Yeah. Fantastic. The reason why he has so many cards. <laughs> Cause he's flying around that field everywhere. He's man. everywhere. Yeah. He's here. He's there. He's every, He's every fucking, fucking way. Paulina. Paulina. <laughs> no, okay. Anyways, that doesn't fit. Roy Kent does it best. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Either that or, or your dog. <laughs> uh, that too. That too. All right. So the right sort of side of that midfield. We'll see if you give me this one. He is Mr. Veto. Underrated. He'll got gunned again. Vito. Okay. The man wins trophies. He's the one that provides the trophies and scores the goals between him and Rodri. <laughs> those two win trophies. When you need a goal to win a trophy, those two step up every time. And there's a reason why he gets paid the big bucks and went to Barcelona. And there's a reason why Arsenal wanted him. It's because he is definitely not underrated. I understand he's got two players around him that kind of shine a little bit more. I mean, De Bruyne is a genius and Rodri is the midfield linchpin, just like Paulinha wins you the ball back every time. So, yeah. All right. So then my number two choice is Sully March from Brighton. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. Okay. Uh, Sully March, 28 year old. I don't want to, I don't want to, but I, I will. I will. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be upset. I even like my third choice. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's just Sully March. In my opinion, as you, he's on my list as well, uh, is so underrated. What he does for Brighton is so good. He just gets looked over. Yeah. So. so he played in 33 games. He had seven goals, seven assists, and just guy was amazing. His best stats are shots taken at 84th percentile, shots on target, which is one I find very important. He's in the 92nd percentile for that. Yeah. Crosses, he's putting in key passes. Dribbles are all all up there, man, in the 90th plus percentile. Guy was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Honorable mentions to Jacob Ramsey, Jacob Ramsey, Andreas Pereira, and Alex Awobi also for, for yeah, that Alex position. Yeah, Alex Awobi surprised me this season a lot. 
did not expect him to be that good as a center mid. Just say that. I didn't either. So this one, I definitely think you'll give me for my sort of left side of that midfield. Jack Harrison from Leeds. Yes, I will give you that. 26-year-old playing 36 games, but he had five goals and seven assists. On a team that struggled to score goals. so And he had fantastic numbers for crossing oh. and for dribbles. I was going to say, some of the runs he had beat three, four defenders. His dribbling was amazing this season. So, I know they went down, but man, I thought he was one gem in that pile of coal that was Leeds United this season. Honorable mentions to Joe Willock, Lucas Paqueta, Philip Billing, Mateus Nunez. Yeah. I didn't include Lucas Paqueta on mine because I don't think he's underrated at all. So, I I mean, I kind of feel like he's a little bit... I feel well, like he's he's too good next, almost Declan for West Rice. Ham. The, like, Declan Rice and Lucas Paqueta are both too good to play at West Ham. So, yes and no. All right, well, we'll go up to the front three now on the right wing. Brian and Bumo from Brentford. I, I will I will give you that one. Yes, uh, if you were to start with your second one. Your honorable mention, I would have vetoed that one. But would you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Olise, I know you love him. I love him. Watching him, I don't think he's. I think he's underrated, but because I'm so high on him, and telling, talking to him about to you about him, yeah, Yeah. that's probably why you're like, no, he's not underrated. Yeah, well, I also watch you know Sky Sports and all the analysis of all these teams, and Michael Olise is not underrated. They they think he is a wizard. So you're a wizard, Michael. You're a wizard, Michael. But going back to Brian and Bomo, he he's, this is this one struck me. He's only 23. Yeah, yeah. I did not know he was that he young. Doesn't look like it. No, that's he for doesn't. sure. But he, he gets like 28, 29. So much. Looks overlooked so much. Just because Ivan Tony is on that team, man. Brian and Bomo stepped up. Every single game that Ivan Tony didn't play and was their standout player. Every time. That Tottenham game especially comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he played 38 games. He had nine goals, eight assists. The rest of his stats, I'll admit, are not the best. But when you score goals and you're assisting goals, what else? That, what else matters? The eye test, man. The eye test. What you see. It is what you see. Stats don't really matter that much. I mean, they do matter, but not that much. But yeah, my honorable mention to Michael Lise and then also Jared Bowen, who I feel like not underrated either. So <laughs> not last season, but this season, man, he has I guess last season would have been his underrated season. Yes. yes. Really blew up last year. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go to my left winger. We'll see if you give me this one. Abrici Eze. Part of me wants to say yes, and part of me wants to say no. Yes, because well, he just burst onto the scene this season. But no, because I'll be honest with you, between him and Michael Elise, I couldn't tell you who the best player of Crystal Palace is. They're both fantastic. It's Zaha. <laughs> Not this season. Mm-mm. You think of like over the last couple of years, yes. But not this season. Wilfred Zaha was an afterthought this season. Granted, he was hurt a lot, but uh, I'll give it to you. I know how much you like the guy. I'll give it to you. All right, all right. 
appreciate it. So Aprichieze, 24-year-old, played 38 games, had 10 goals, 4 assists. His best stats are shots taken, shots on target, his accuracy, passing, crosses, dribbles. He also won a lot of fouls. <laughs> yeah, he did. And man, he looked like a player reborn when Roy Hodgson came in. Oh, 100%. It's amazing what happens when you get a manager that knows what he's doing. Ooh, dig there at Patrick Vieira, huh? Well, it's more of a years of experience sort of thing. <laughs> Lifetime of experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably could fit two Patrick Vieiras in that lifetime. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my honorable he, mentions like go to seventy-eight, eighty. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Eighty, yeah. My honorable mentions go to Harvey Barnes from Leicester and then uh, Manuel Salomon from Fulham. Oh, okay. The super sub, man. Yeah, he definitely was super sub. All right. Then for my striker, underrated striker, I had a tough one, man. My number one and two. I'm going with Ollie Watkins. Okay. I'm going to give it to you because I think he gets so much stick. He gets so much. So hate. much. And once Una Emery took over Aston Villa, dude, that guy sh- was a shooting star. Oh my God. Almost Man like a fire. coach knows what he's doing. Yeah, weird. Little dig at Steven Gerrard there. <laughs> I don't mind that dig. I don't mind it either. At least but as yeah. a coach, a player. Hmm. But Maybe. yeah, man, Ollie Watkins, 27 year old for Aston Villa. Playing 37 games, had 15 goals, six assists in the Prem. And his just shooting stats were amazing. Yeah. His on target, his accuracy, even his cross completion was great. 87 percentile. So, I mean, yeah, he I, really came to life even, after everything. Even last season, I thought he was overrated, underrated because, I mean, he, the guy scores big goals in big games. So. That's when you need a striker the most. Yeah, yeah. And then my honorable mentions for that position would go to Callum Wilson, Rodrigo, and Brennan Johnson. The only one I would have let you have was Brennan Johnson out of those. So, Really? You wouldn't have let me have Rodrigo? No. No, he's easily the best player for Leeds. Easily. <laughs> it's the reason why Sevilla wants to sign him. Remember on a previous episode when I said he's the best player for Leeds? Yeah. <laughs> This is me confirming now you're agreeing that with me, huh? and agreeing with you. Yes, 100%. All right, so that is I also underrated. Pre- I was going to say, I also said on a previous episode that Tyler Adams was, but, you know, that was just to make you mad and disagree with you. So, so that is my underrated. Yeah, that would have made me mad. That's my underrated. I'll go through it again. David Raya, Kenny Tete, Fabian Schaar, Ethan Pinock. Left back, Pervis Estupian. Midfield, Jao Palina. Sully March. And Jack Harrison. Up top, Brian Mbomo. Abricieze, Ali Watkins. Dude, I think on FIFA you'd win some trophies with that. I think so, too. That lineup, (laughs) shit. All right. Let's get into mine, shall we? Yes. All right. You get to have all the fun now. Pass my veto button over to you, sir. (laughs) <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right. So for goalie, I so for all of these, I tried not to pick players that you had on yours. So thinking a little more outside the box, but 
I'm excited. So for goalie, Jordan Steele for Brighton. Thumbs up. I'll give it yeah. to you. Yeah. I mean, he played 44 games, uh, which was about 45% of Brighton's games, but he only allowed a goal every 72 minutes. Not bad. Yeah. Only conceded 25 in those 44 games played. And he had, I think it was eight clean sheets. So, yeah. Coming out of nowhere, Mr. Jordan Steele. Yeah, because he took over from For Robert Sanchez, Sanchez yeah. Yep. Who, if you want to know his stats, uh, 51 games played, uh, eight clean sheets, 31 conceded, and a goal every 74 minutes. So, all right. Honorable mentions, Robert Sanchez and David Raya. That's why I had to give it to you because he's on my list. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right back. You probably veto this one. Aaron Juan Basaka. Vito. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, we're going to go with Rian Aitnori. Isn't he a left back? Whoa. Right back, left back. He played both. I don't know. See, I'll, I'll give you that one. He was one of my youngsters to watch. Yeah. He plays for Wolves, yeah. I, in my opinion, I thought he was maybe one of Wolves, probably Wolves' best player last season. So. Dude, the guy can dribble, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the most consistent. I mean, he's only 20, 22 years old, 28 starts, two goals, one assist, but he was the guy before the guy who assisted most the goals. The pass before the assist. The pass before the pass. Uh, so you vetoed Aaron Juan Basaka. So my other honorable mentions, Matty Cash and Rico Lewis, who uh, usurped Mr. Kyle Walker for the starting right back position. And then got usurped by John Stones. So, <laughs> all right, center back. You're probably going to veto this one. I can see it on your face, Gabriel. Veto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's underrated because one, he's been Arsenal's most consistent defender for the last two or three years. He's and prone to a howler, everyone though, only man. talks about William Saliba. Well, duh, look what happened after it was Saliba got hurt. I agree. I agree. You think that would have happened if Gabrielle got hurt? Probably not. Well, especially seeing how Jakob Kivior did towards the end of the season there. He did do better, yeah. Yeah. All right. Lewis Dunk. Veto. Okay. I kn- <laughs> this is where you're going to veto a lot of players. <laughs> and I only did research on a couple of them because I wasn't sure if you would veto them or not. But I have a bunch of options, so. Tyrone Mings. I kind of want to. Go ahead. I don't care. I got more. Just because he have stats for him. He, was, I got he made more. it to the England national team. He did. He's been with the England national team for a while. I mean, Harry Maguire has been crap. So they got to have I'll give him yet. to you. Okay. Well, now I got to find another one. Uh, Mark Gahey for Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'll give you him. Yeah. Um, I don't have his stats, but I know that he's like 22 or 23. Uh, He's the best defender for Chris Palace. He's a stud. Yeah, Arsenal are looking at him. Some big clubs are looking at him as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Left back. Anthony Robertson. I'll give him to you. Mr. America himself. God, he impressed me so much, not only at the World Cup, but for Fulham this season. 
He's 25 years old, played 35 games, one assist, nine clean sheets. His best stats were in interceptions, successful crosses, and successful dribbles. All Even just the this most recent game when the U.S. played Canada, he looks real good, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's a stud, and I'm excited to watch him play for the U.S. in well, hopefully in the World Cup. But you know, he's quick. He's yeah. so quick, so quick. Okay, honorable mentions: Lucas Digne and Aaron Cresswell. All right, center mid. Uh, lots of options, so I was ready for you to veto. I'm ready right now. All right, all right, Mateo Kovacic. Vito. Brandon Jaka. Vito. Get him out of the way. <laughs> Omadu Onana. I'll give him to you. Oh, I was ready. I was ready for you to veto that one. I almost kind of feel like he's overrated, if I'm being honest. Really? A little bit. Man, I think for a better team, because watching him play for Belgium, he is a brick wall. It reminds me a lot of I want to say Yaya Torre or Patrick Vieira. But yeah, I can see that. He's so good. Um, I have 43 games played, one goal, two assists. He's only 21. He plays for a terrible Everton team. I would love he to see him go He does play for a terrible else. Everton team, yeah. I would love to see him go somewhere else. But I feel like at the end there, Sean Dyche wasn't playing him very much. No, and it shocks the heck out of me. I don't understand it. He's, in my opinion, their best midfielder. So I guess if he wants to play a little more attacking, you don't play him, but whatever. Okay. Other center mid, Christian Norgard. I'll give him to you, yeah. I think that's a great shout, honestly. Yes. Um, I know there's a ton of underrated midfielders in the Premier League. They don't get near enough attention. I mean... I have 10. You also had completely different ones and had like seven or eight, maybe nine. So as we can see, uh, yeah, Christian Norgard, 29 years old, 22 games played one goal, three assists, but it's really the, how integral he was to the success of Brentford's counterattacks. He's always that guy playing that ball at field, or at least, you know, unlocking a team's defense. So yeah, Christian Norgard. Uh, shout out shout. to uh, Joe Linton. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have gave you that one. I know. Rodrigo Bentoncourt. He's not even. Tottenham. Did he play? 29 games. Did he really? Mm-hmm. He's hurt a lot. Uh, when Spurs play, they're different. I don't think he's Spurs, underrated. Different team. Okay. Morgan Gibbs White. Would have gave you him. Yeah, and uh, Marcus Tavernier. Yeah. Uh, and then I put Julio and CISO in there because I don't know what position he actually plays because he plays everywhere. So, okay, right wing, uh, Miggy Almiron. Man, I want to say it at the beginning of the season, yeah. <laughs> but then he started so well and it kind of fell off. It's He did, he did. Still made Jack Grealish look dumb, though. He did. Really he did. I'll, I'll give him to you. Really, all I care about is he made Jack Grealish look dumb, but Jack Grealish made me look dumb. So, 
Yeah, he turned it around, didn't he? But yeah, Miggy Almiron, surprisingly enough, uh, 29 years old. I never would I did know he was that. older. Yeah, I did know that. Played 41 games in all competitions, 11 goals, 4 assists. And like I said, mate, Jack Grealish looked up. Uh, Shout-outs to Brian Mbomo and Soli Marsh. I thought you were going to go with one of those two, if I'm being honest. Well, I'm pretty sure you already picked Brian Mbomo. And, and Soli Marsh. <laughs> you, yeah. So I wasn't going to do either one of those because you already picked them. Left wing. I know you're ready to veto this one right now. Leandro Trossard. <laughs> veto. <laughs> Another one. Ready? Kiro Matoma. Matoma. Yeah, he's getting vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Side Ben Rama. I'll give you Ben Rama. Yeah. Uh, especially in the uh, Europa Conference League, man. He was so good for West Ham. Uh, scored the goal that got them into the final. And, yeah. 52 games, which is a lot. Played a lot of games. That's a ton. Yeah. 52 in all competitions, 12 goals, 5 assists for the West Ham man. And I will say... He's he West Ham, injured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, West Ham going forward, man. I don't understand how they didn't play better and win more games. Jared Bowen, Side Ben Rama. I, I don't get it. I don't know. Okay. Striker. Blame Michael Antonio. <laughs> yeah, I would blame him too. Striker. I'm pretty sure you're going to veto this first one, but I'm going to go for it anyways. Julian Alvarez. Yeah, dude. Don't even try to him. <laughs> he won it. Every trophy there is to win this year. <laughs> I did hear a pundit say that Messi is not the front runner for the Ballon d'Or. It should be Julian Alvarez. He said Julian Alvarez. Yeah, it should be. Because he's won all these trophies. Yeah. World Cup, Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup, all in one season. Unfortunately, context matters. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, if For Julian sitting, Alvarez. Sitting behind uh, one Erling Holland, first of his name. Destroyer of teams, scorer of goals. Winner of trebles. Uh, <laughs> winner of trebles, yeah. Okay. The guy I've been harping on all season, Evan Ferguson. I'll give him to you. 18 years old, man. He's going to be a world beater. And I think he might be what most pundits would say is the next Harry Kane. 34 games this season, 16 goals and five assists. Those are good numbers. For an 18-year-old, I would say they're damn good. Uh, yeah, and then shout-out to Ollie Watkins, who's on your squad. So, Okay, let's go through and recap that. Uh, Jordan Steele in goal. We got Rian Nori at right back. Uh, center backs were Mark Gahey and Tyrone Mings, I believe. Yep, yep. Left back, Anthony Robertson. Robinson. I want to say Robertson. I don't know why. Andrew Robertson is here. They yeah, have, huh? that's why. Uh, well, I should call him Anthony Robertson then because he had equal stats this season. Uh, center mids, Christian Norgard and Amadou Onana. Right wing, Miggy Almiron. Left wing, Side Ben Rama and Evan Ferguson up top. 
I would love to see those two teams play against each other. Right. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, my friend. I know there's a million and a half transfer rumors out there. Shall we go through a couple? Let's do it. All right, do it. Uh, Newcastle close to agreeing a £70 million deal for Sandro Tonali of AC Milan. Does that shock you? A little bit. Where does he play? I would say probably right next to Bruno Guimaraes. Uh, taking more... Guimaraes' spot. No. I mean, he's the best player on their squad. You can't just up and replace him like that. I think Guimaraes probably they probably move him further forward. I, I would guess. I would think they would, yeah. Um, Sandro Tonali, I mean, he's like the reincarnation of Gennaro Cattuso. He's so good. And he's man, young. He's, a little, he's a little pit bull, yeah. He's only he's like, young. what, 23? Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, he, I mean, I was shocked when AC Milan signed him because they got him for cheap. It was like 30 mil, and he was like 19 years old. One of the highest rated center mids coming up in Italy. And if Newcastle get this done, man, whoo-wee. Some of the players they're linked to, they signed maybe a James Madison. If he can stay healthy, that midfield is looking real good. Yeah, yeah, it is. And some depth, too. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Leeds forward Rodrigo is edging close to a move to Sevilla. Hmm. Good fit? Probably. Yeah. Gives them something different. He's definitely too good to be in the championship. Yeah. I will say he's definitely too good to be in the championship, but I'm surprised this whole time that he even played for Leeds. (laughs) I was surprised by how old he is. Right? That was another one, because I think he's... Let's see, I have him on my... 30? 31? Not quite that old. 29? Oh, yeah, he's 32. There you go. (laughs) Not that old. I didn't know he was 32, man. (laughs) I thought he was like 24, 25. He looks like it, but yeah, I knew he was... I thought he was like 29, 30, but 32, holy crap. He's 32, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Inter Milan... Among a plethora of clubs in Europe interested in signing free agent forward Musa Dembele. Um, teams from Italy, Spain, and Turkey. I'm surprised no teams from England are interested in him. I'm I mean, guessing with every team on earth. Over I'm guessing there's something wrong with his game, which is why he's stayed at Leon all these years and why he's probably going to end up going to Italy. Yeah, kind of like a Hasim Awar situation. Like maybe had a couple good seasons, but on average is probably not the best player. Yeah. He's I mean, been with Leon for forever. Then he's been linked with. Yeah. And he's only he used 26. To be, he's only 26. He used to be linked with every team in the Premier League, it seemed mm-hmm. like at one point. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Arsenal all linked with Romeo Lavia from Southampton. We'll see where he ends up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know next season, uh, there's, I think Manchester City has a 40 mil release clause for next summer. I think so. so yeah. I'm, it's like a, something like that 35, 40 million buyback yeah. clause. Yeah. 
So I would imagine he would leave this summer. Um, I think he would be a great fit at Arsenal. He's only 19. So get some midfield depth with Granit Jacques and Thomas Partey looking like they're both leaving, which is weird to me. I don't know. Partey came out and said he wants to play in the Champions League with Arsenal. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll keep him. You want depth, man. That's a almost world-class player coming off the bench. Potentially. Uh, PSV for Javi Simmons could return to PSG in July for just 6 million pounds, 6 million euros. So yeah, you went to PSV, killed mm-hmm. it in the Eredivisie. Vizier. He's a stud, man. He scored 22 goals in 42 games as a midfielder. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think PSG might want him though after losing Messi. Oh yeah. I mean, they need a mid, they need a whole squad refresh and getting one of the most exciting young talents in all of Europe back for six mil. Uh, I think that's a no brainer. If it's true. Uh, and then, like we said earlier, Christian Pulisic linked with Lyon. Uh, I, that surprises me, but also kind of makes sense. I would kind of like to see him at a bigger team. No disrespect to Lyon. Yeah. I think, I prefer if he stayed in the Premier League, maybe went to, you know, West Ham or Villa or, you know, something like that. I got a team. could play regularly. Hear me out. Real Sociedad. Real Sociedad, huh? Why Sociedad? They have an amazing midfield core. They need wingers. Become more I don't think they need attack. wingers. They got Take Kubo and... That Spanish, I'm going to push Oyer Sarval or however you say it. Yeah. he's He can play more as an attacking mid. Um, But yeah, I mean, Take Kubo, yeah, he's a stud. But I, some competition there. I think he's better than Kubo, personally. Yeah. See, so here's my confliction with Christian Fulisic, man. So there was at one point where he was at Chelsea where he looked like their best player. If you remember an FA Cup game against Arsenal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in, I think it was the quarterfinals, semifinals, something like that. He looked like Chelsea's best player. He was their main attacking threat. He was the one dribbling at defenders, getting past them. I don't know what happened to him at Chelsea, man. If it's just a confidence thing, if it's what? Because you see him play for the U.S. And he looks like, oh, Kristen Pulisic can play. Yeah. Uh, he can't play. Chelsea, just, I can understand why they're frustrated with him. I would be too, you know. Not to mention his injury record. Oh, dude, he that's what's terrible. Yeah. Guy gets hurt every other game. So, yeah, those are all the transfer rumors I got. I mean, there's a million and a half of them out there. Um, what is your guys' favorite one you've seen? Which one is the most intriguing? Which one's the most outlandish that you've seen? Those are my favorite. <laughs> those are fun. But yeah, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, for watching. We appreciate it so much. Don't forget to check out our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can see all the sick videos we're posting. And yeah, keep up to date on everything bruising banter related. On that note, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers.